You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Welcome to the Palace of Mega Pixels. This is Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo! Welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen White. With me, as always, is my co-host, Lacey Finley. Happy Monday. Boy, I feel yeah. exhausted. And Do you have a, have a big, long birthday day? Yes, siblings, if you missed it. Mm-hmm. If you missed it. <laughs> Stephen's birthday was over the weekend, did, so did you should was. all take to the yeah. internet and, 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 and annoy him with birthday wishes. And I don't, I don't expect a lot of people to keep up with my birthday on Twitter because it's not like Twitter tells people when birthdays right. happen. So. Like Facebook does, yeah. or I guess it, I assume it still does. Yeah, Facebook does all the time. Yeah. It's like, hey, you, and they do uh, fundraisers now for some reason. <laughs> like you can, For your birthday? Like, hey, for your birthday, you want to do a fundraiser for your favorite charity? And I'm like... Oh, okay. like for your own, own charity? Okay. <laughs> I mean, it was just like, hey, Facebook wants to make some money off your birthday. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you give them gifts through this site, we only take a 3% cut. <laughs> I mean, I, I've never done one before. And I thought, well, as long as I don't have to do anything, sure. You want right? to earn money for a charity? By all means, go for By it. By all means. I mean, I'm not going to stop you. And if people want to donate, great. If you don't, I, you know what? I, it doesn't affect me. I, I didn't even know about it till just now. <laughs> yeah. So, and that's not me trying to be a dick about the. <laughs> I'm just, I, you know. Like how it comes out. If you want to give away your money to a charity, then fine. <laughs> I mean, you know, be be uh, generous if you want. But, no, uh, I say I'm exhausted. I, I don't feel like I did anything. Like, I had an impromptu birthday party yesterday. And I mean Aww. in the sense that. Um, some friends of mine, uh, work friends, we were chatting around one day, like one of our fellow work, uh, colleagues left a few months ago to go to a better job. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I applaud him for that, getting out of that hole. Um, and we, we thought, you know, it'd be fun to, to get together and just maybe, cause he likes to cook. He likes to smoke meets all the time and he's always Ooh. showing pictures and stuff like that so i was like all right yeah well, why don't we just get together and have like a, a little cookout dinner or whatever and they were just mm-hmm. like hey what about this day and it was my birthday and i was like huh okay i wonder if uh, they knew that i i mean they somebody knew but i don't know if they <laughs> did that on purpose so i didn't go there to have a birthday party i came to hang out with friends and Mm -hmm. before i know it i got lured into a room full of people singing happy birthday and embarrassed the shit out of me and i know i shouldn't be i was grateful i mean i was appreciative or anything like that but it was just it was unexpected i Mm -hmm. haven't had that happen i don't 
like ever. I mean, if I was to ever think about it ever. I was going to say thinking back. I, yeah, I don't I can't recall an instance. But I <laughs> that did. That was nice. It was it was very nice and I I had a lot of fun hanging out with my friends. Uh just chit-chatting and you know, we didn't uh Well, you're an old man now. That's yeah, why it's taken you out of it. We, it's like I had like an afternoon with friends and ugh, I'm so exhausted today. Ten o'clock was like the the barrier. We're just like, <laughs> we gotta go home, you know. It's, everybody's getting time, tired. Man. <laughs> but what happened is or what I'm noticing and I just I wanna talk about how this is it's really interesting how because somewhere along the line I guess as I'm getting older, alcohol seeming less and less like something I want, you know? Mm-hmm. And, I do, yeah. Uh, I'd say over the last, since the end of, Ju- well, since July, we'll say since July, uh, I was noticing an uptick in my weight, and I was like, all right, I gotta, I gotta rein this back in, I gotta figure out what to do. And of course, obviously, got it early. Yeah, yeah, and the first thing that pops into my head is like, well, should I do the potato thing again? That kind of got me where I was going. I was like, or do I want to take a different approach? And I thought, no, I'm going to take a different approach. I'm just going to change what I'm eating, so I can really refocus this. Try to try to find the uh, problem points like alcohol. You know, I know that's yeah. not helping things so i was like all right well it's a lot of sugar let's take that out of the equation let's take this out of the equation let's just try to see how this works and you know it was doing like this but Mm -hmm. it was it was going down as it was kind of waving i was moving my hands i know the audience can't yeah i was getting the full full view of the example i just said going like this and they're like what like what i don't know you can't (laughs) see me like what use your imaginations but um it's the trend is been going down and, and Good. you know it not in a drastic way which is probably better and well. uh, cutting out alcohol has been one of those mm-hmm. things well <laughs> yesterday uh and even like the night before you know i thought i'm gonna have a little little drink you know nothing yeah. nothing you're still allowed i'm not going out of my way i'm not doing anything outlandish you know, mm-hmm. not like I'm going to chug everything and nothing. Right. My that, cheat day, just get hammered. <laughs> like I didn't even buy beer for this cookout because in my head, I'm sitting there thinking if I do, then mm-hmm. that's my money and I'll feel obligated to take it, to drink it, whatever. But if mm-hmm. I don't and I just kind of pick, you know, from whatever they're serving, then I, I can walk away mm-hmm. and not have to worry about it. Right. Well, that was part of the gift they got me. Somebody bought me a bottle of whiskey, and I guess that's something you do. So that'll that's last. Something you do? I, okay. I guess, but I mean, it'll it'll. I'm not going to sit there and chug it overnight or anything like that. It'll be something right. that lasts for some time. Because again, I'm realizing well, kind that of whiskey though, because I'm Jack. kind of a fan of whiskey. Jack, mm. oh, okay, it's not bad. No, it's all right. Um, I'm a snob though. <laughs> which which kind of you looking at? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I don't know if it really considers me snobby. I just know which kinds I like, like Angel's Envy. Mm-hmm. Ah. Nom, 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 nom. That's some delicious stuff I right there. I don't think I've ever had that. Oof. It's delicious. Mm. I recommend if, you, uh, if you're around it. Real pretty bottle, too, if that matters. Mm. Okay. It's got little angel wings on the back of it, you know. I'll have to look for it. See what it's I good. think. good. Yeah. Delicious. Well, you see. Anywho. 
Anywho, uh, <laughs> not to knock the gift you guys no, got no, no, him. No, no, it's no. lovely, I'm sure. <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, in fact, I actually kind of put myself into that position of getting that because I was asked on the sly what kind of whiskey I like, and I was just like, mm-hmm. Jack is fine, I guess. You know, just mm-hmm. not really thinking about it from that perspective. Yeah. I was just like, you know, I guess that's good. You know? <laughs> anyway. Uh, I, my body, I guess, has, has weaned itself off of alcohol in the worst possible way. Or best possible way, I should say. Because, mm-hmm. boy, oh boy, two drinks. Yeah. That's it. And I'm not talking And if your body's big. not used to all the sugar, too. Because, yeah. like, that can really get some people. Like, I think that's why wine really, like, whew, if you get drunk on wine, all the sugars and stuff in it, you get such a headache. <laughs> and I didn't even think about that. But, yeah, the sugar. I, I've yeah. done so well staying off of sugar and, and mm. not consuming any. And and there are times, I'll admit, you know, here recently, over, I'd say over the past week, I had a moment where I wanted something sweet, but I, I knew I didn't want to, like, have, like, ice cream or cake or anything like that. I'm just mm-hmm. like, I've got a craving, and I don't know where it's coming from. I said, my body's probably just kind of needing it. Want some glucose, maybe. So I, I looked around, and I was like, what could I have that could kind of possibly scratch that itch? And I just I found some peanut butter, and I was like, I'll put this on a little piece of bread. and There you go. There you go. And it, it yeah. you know, it did the trick, and I wasn't did really thinking about it. Did the craving? Mm-hmm. So anything like that I can do. I, I don't want to starve myself. I don't want to put myself, because taking a look at the what we had uh, last night, the, the barbecue and all that. It's the first meat I've had, and I don't know when. That's another thing I really, really? cut out. Yeah. And it's not. I envy that. And, I'm such a carnivore. And, you know, it's. I, I keep looking at it from how I feel when I eat it. Now, last night, I didn't feel bad. Like, my body didn't mm-hmm. feel like, oh my God, why are you eating this? This may be <laughs> a combination of many, many things, but right. I don't think meat's one of them. And it could just be pork. I don't know. I don't know what my body's reacting to, but if I don't have it, mm-hmm. it just feels so much better. You just feel better. Yeah. I can't fair. help it. It's just how my body is built. So, mm-hmm. but no, we had fun and that's all that matters. I just I wish this would just go away because uh, it's, it's yeah. no fun. Maybe we just need to get you hammered again right now and then you'll feel a little hair of the dog. Yeah, that's you know? what they always say. And I'm just <laughs> sitting there thinking, no, I don't want no. Oh, it never sounds good in that moment. And then when you force yourself the first like couple of drinks, then you're like, yep, there it is. Mm-hmm. And then you start feeling better. And then you'll just have to revisit this whole conversation again tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird, right? But I mean, unfortunately, I have powered through those moments and can attest that, yes, you do finally feel better and you're back in the drinking mood again. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, whether that's the, the, the smart route. It doesn't. It, it's OK. Right. I, I just I, I took some carbs. How, how's that for, for my mom? That should work. Yeah. I always feel like even lots of grease the next day for some I've reason. I've heard like, that too. Mm. Yeah. But no, yeah. I just I like did. a big old fat pizza or something. Mm-hmm. Mm. No, I found me some uh, good whole grain cereal this morning, and uh. just, te- just still treating yourself well. I'm trying. Could have made some bacon. I could. Well, you would have had some protein and a little grease. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I had bacon. And it's bacon. And it is bacon. See, that's and it's bacon. That's my biggest selling point. <laughs> that's my Achilles <laughs> that I heel. Offer. If you want to win me over, you give me bacon. bacon. 
Mm-hmm. And See? I, I, I cannot let bacon go to waste. You shouldn't. It's as you should. A sin. Okay. It really is. When my daughter will set her plate done eating, and there's still two slices of bacon, I was like. We, well, I no. blame you for raising her then, Stephen. If she's leaving bacon, I thought, I'm just saying. Yeah, I just I don't understand it. It's <laughs> bit, but it's why we can't have bacon in the house because if it's just going to sit there and they're going to throw it away, it's like no, no, no. We're just going to make it and eat it. It's it's going to come into my belly. Is where it's going. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Do not waste a bacon. life was given for this bacon. Respect it. Right. Whew. Boy, we just we went off on. But happy birthday. No, thank you. I hope it was fun. It was. It was. I'm not, I'm just hangover. And yes. yeah, hangover. So bear with them, guys. Uh, it's understandable. I did want to touch on two things. Mm-hmm. And I wrote this one thing down. <laughs> I guess I'll come back around to it because I really don't know what I was thinking. You need a, need a moment to remember what the point was of that? Well, I guess maybe it was just the... Um, I said it says website Zen, and I think what I'm talking about is kind of piggybacking off of what I was talking about last week about looking through my old uh, stories and whatnot. And oh, for the website, yeah, I think mm-hmm. what I'm find I'm finding it fun to kind of revisit a lot of this stuff uh, and and just rethink it. In fact, I knew this would happen at some point. Uh, I feel like it was last year. I did an As I Recall It episode, and I was talking about some of these stories, you know, in very vague detail. And there was a, in in one of those stories I mentioned, there was some group that I had created, and I was like, I can't remember what the hell their name is. And I actually feel like I had referenced something that I had created later, not initially. And then when I'm looking back over all these papers i find the names that i had created i was like holy crap there they are and they weren't even the one that i mentioned so it was two completely different ones but i knew Mm -hmm. what i was thinking of and i was like so floods back memories and then i start remembering all this other stuff but i i I guess i find it uh i guess peaceful in a way that i just get to revisit this and i get to look back on it and i can ridicule myself because i'm posting so many things uh like these drawings and comics i did when i was 11 they're horrible but again i mentioned i was a kid i didn't know story straight like if i'd have written a masterpiece it's fun to see you documenting your progress through all of those years and that's whether you realized it when you were doing it at the time or not you know you're just having fun and that's that's what i want um to be pointed out you know Mm -hmm. again i think i said it last week i want uh, people to see that you can always grow you can always do better don't ever think Mm -hmm. that you're stuck where you're at you can always improve and i'm just having a lot of fun looking back on a lot of this stuff in fact it started with i was gonna be very simple about it Mm -hmm. but like i was gonna just throw a bunch of drawings onto this one page and be like there you go there you go and now you got that and then i started really considering how i'm breaking it all down so you're good when it's all done you're gonna Mm -hmm. get to see every comic that I had created, like, as something That's big. fun. And, if I can, if it's uh, applicable at any point, 
you're not only going to get a, a creative history about what I was trying to do, but if I've got the full comic, I'm writing out a synopsis talking about what I was attempting to do here, some of the ridiculousness uh -huh. of the story, kind of commentating about it, and I just feel like that's fun. You know, I know yeah. how silly and stupid it sounds like when I'm reading it. I was like, God, this is terrible. But I was a kid. I right? know what I was trying. I know what I was trying to do. Mm -hmm. And then there are times. For, from what an 11 year old would have education on at yeah. that point. Right. Exactly. But there are also uh, sometimes I don't even know what I was thinking. And it's weird <laughs> because there was something that I was looking at in a comic the other day and. It was just like the most random ending. Like something comes in off screen. You never see where it came from, who did it, and they destroyed the uh, bad guy. You probably had another spinoff story in your head at the time that this was introducing. I could have. Maybe it'll come back mm -hmm. around at some point. But, but it yeah. was just like, okay, well, where did that come from? What happened? And I thought, I think this is in the one story I was mentioning last week where it was... Uh, I'd written it twice. So I started to wonder, oh. I was like, did I, maybe it was in the other one and maybe there it's explained, but why wouldn't yeah. I show it here too? Cause it doesn't make, why, like, why wouldn't I show it here? That doesn't make any sense. So I don't know. Well, I'll have to, I'll have to. also remember in the vein of, you didn't know where you'd be posting this to. Yeah. We didn't have like the internet or anything like that. So this is true. Yeah. I mean, I know I wanted people to read this stuff, uh, in some way, but I even kind of mentioned in one of the last things I was writing out is even though no one read my comics, I guess it was, these were more like blueprints for my ideas. Mm -hmm. So like I, I would have these ideas, I would draw them out and write them out and that way at least they exist in some way. Mm -hmm. But I tell you what, whenever I can get them all sorted, I loved creating like poster art. Like if I would have an idea, I was like, all right, big idea. And it would always have like the synopsis at the top and then everything mm -hmm. below it would be like characters standing, posing, whatever, and then trying to sell the idea. Like I've got so many of those, it's not even funny. <laughs> Do them up. So keep your eye on <laughs> the space. Um, I think I just posted an, or like published a new page this past week. So keep mm -hmm. your eyes open. Speaking of which, next sat well, this coming Saturday, the 16th, mm -hmm. Super Mega Crash Adventures Episode 3. Episode 3, y'all. A complicated curse, and it features a lot of uh, voice talent uh, that we got roped into yeah. doing this. So uh, you may or may not know who some of these people are, but they will be tagged uh, appropriately so you can. And you should know who they are. You should. Or maybe you don't. I don't know you. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. I shouldn't tell you how to live your life. Mm -hmm. But we'll we'll tag. But I would ask you to go hit that you know reminder of the premiere button you know over on the on the YouTube so you can watch uh, episode three that's and right. be reminded of of it when it comes out. Right, because uh, we're we're doing the premiere thing right this time. We've given you plenty of time to be ready. We are really bad at it. I just like if we even got like four this time, I I would see improvement on how we're figuring this out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least I get it, but I mean, we can't complain. People did watch for crying out loud. They, they just didn't all convene at whatever time we decided on Saturday morning, which yeah. is fine. That's true. It's kind of the nice thing about streaming nowadays, right? Is when you can fit it into your life. Mhm. Mm so, 
If you could be there, great. If not, it's fine. It's fine. We'll be there to chat. Yeah. I'm going to... Uh, I'll, I'll be there, and, and then after all that's gone... Luckily, I didn't schedule it with this DC Fandom thing they're doing Saturday, too. Oh, that starts at yeah. noon Central Time, so I think okay. we, we got in at 11. So, 11. Yeah, we'll, we'll be yeah, the pre-show. So Come watch a... Yeah. yeah. Get all psyched up for the, the fandom by... Uh, Watching, watching our little show. Yeah, why not? There we go. <laughs> uh, finally, I wanted to uh, drop this in. We got it. We got us a new uh, comment on the Apple Podcasts. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm assuming it's it's good if you're wanting to read. <laughs> oh, well, even if it wasn't, I probably would. Just uh, <laughs> still, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is, I don't know how you keep track of all the different services people leave comments on. I get well, overwhelmed this, if it's on more than one. Apple Podcast seems to be the uh, the go to. The one that's important. Okay. Uh, so uh, I happened to come across this one. It's from S. McCarty84. I uh, just found this podcast. So glad I did. If you're a gamer, then this is a great podcast to listen to. The hosts keep you engaged and want to listen to more. Check it out. Oh, thank you. Yes, that's so absolutely. sweet. That's so sweet. Welcome, sibling. Yes, absolutely. Welcome on in. Join us at the palace. We very Happy much to have you. We we very much appreciate these uh, lovely reviews because, yes. uh, as we've said, we said recently, feel like these come from a genuine place, mm-hmm. and uh, that's what we love is knowing that we have people out there who want to say something, who want right. to spread the love, and hey. We may only have 10 damn reviews on Apple, (laughs) but you know what? They're genuine. That's 10 people who enjoyed the content. Yes. And that ain't nothing. Or that, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's not to say it's nothing. I phrased it wrong. Don't hate me. I think I got I meant to say I love it and I appreciate it. All 10 of you. (laughs) That's not nothing. I think that's what you meant to say. Yes. (laughs) I was trying to make it sound nice. I got you. Anyway. But yeah, it's uh, thank you for that. We really do appreciate it. Yes, uh, very much. All of you out there, if you you don't want to uh, leave a review, if it's not your bag, it's okay. We're yeah. here listening. That matters. Mm-hmm. So it's all which good. is in fact what a podcast is meant for. Sure. So we appreciate that. <laughs> listen in, listen in. So what you been playing? I did good this week. Oh. I did really good. I got a lot of gaming in. I didn't beat nothing, but I got a lot of gaming in. Mm-hmm. So we're still working on it. Takes two. We have to do it in little right. splits, you know, uh, longer than I thought it would be, actually. Really? I thought for sure we would be done with it by now because I want to say, because it's the same developing team that did No Way Out. Mm-hmm. And I want to say that only took us about six to eight hours. And I feel like we've already gone over that. And like the way they're setting up what we're going into now, like that there will be plenty left. I'm not the type who looks up like how long this game is until after, you know, I'm done or whatever. Um but yeah, I feel like we still got a good amount to go, which is just hmm. interesting for a game like that. You don't expect them to go on much longer than like eight, maybe 10 hours, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, so we're still working our way through that on the PlayStation 5. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. Because we, we did finally, uh, he went and got a second controller and one of those docking things like you had for the mm-hmm. for the charging. Um, so now we can actually play together. Woo! Uh, and uh, not tonight two's demo dropped on yeah. October first. 
Um, so yes, please, because I very much enjoyed the first Not Tonight. And I like Papers, Please. It's like that 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 kind mm-hmm. of uh, dialogue, but this time we're in America in our own little dystopia future where some of the states have split up in oh. this. Uh, and uh, Montana's uh, now part of Canada in this uh, in this world that they've created. So it's interesting because they've definitely added some new mechanics to it as making it more into an RPG. So like with the first game, you were basically like you were going through the story, of course, and then you went to your bouncer job and you checked IDs and and whatever restrictions they would place on you for the challenge in that venue. Uh, But now there's actually like a story where you're traveling through the map, have other little decisions that you can make. So there's a lot more uh, character dialogue. Hmm. And I I found that interesting because it was it's, a nice addition to what they were already building on. And then uh, the gameplay itself runs very much like the first one when you're going to your bouncer jobs and checking the things. Um, And then obviously whatever restrictions they decide this day you have to check for to make it um, another layer of uh, difficulty. Um, But yeah, I want to say the demo is about an hour. Mm -hmm. So it was a good beefy demo, in my opinion, where you you got a nice little in there. So if you like those types of games, like if you like Papers, Please, maybe you did play the first Not Tonight. If you were unaware that they dropped that demo, do go play it. I'm here for it. I'm ready. Um, And then Not For Broadcast, my my favorite Mm FMV, dropped their challenge mode. I'm so sad. (laughs) Because that's where now I have three new uh, achievements to get. And this is like one of the first ones that I actually did get all of the achievements. I was super proud. Mm -hmm. So remember when I said I thought it was a bug that there was like the three achievements that all of a sudden popped up that I needed to get? Nope. It's related to the challenge mode. Uh And it's hard. Uh, You know what I realized? (laughs) Is the challenges they have it set up now are all the features that I had been turning off in the game that I didn't enjoy. That's now all bombarding me at one time. (laughs) (laughs) So it was so hard. Um, And now I'm just staring at those last three achievements like, you might just have to sit there because this is just infuriating me till no end. (laughs) It's so hard. And uh, you have to unlock each one individually. So if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, not for broadcast, you play um, like it's a role-playing game, FMV, you're the in the booth, the broadcasting booth. You're deciding what like commercials get played to air. You're the one responsible for editing the cuts between the different interviews or whatever is happening on your news station. <laughs> the challenges could be where all of a sudden there's like an electrical surge and then you may not be able to push the buttons you want to right away without getting a shock. And then after like Mm. 10, you kind of fail it. And then there's another, remember how I told you about the interference board that I just hated no matter how they've changed it? Well, there's Mm. one where that's basically all you're trying to do is that freaking interference add switch and edit because people are getting pissy that it's been on the same shot for 10 seconds. (laughs) Oh my God. I got through it with an E rating. Mm-hmm. which is not good, but I passed it enough to unlock it. I was happy. And then there's snuggle f We'll just say to be nice to kind of, mm-hmm. so we can save the F-bomb for later for our PG-13. Sure. <laughs> but um, all these snuggle, but they're like little bears or bunnies. I'm not sure. It was their lockdown bonus episode when everything started to happen and they couldn't keep filming the way they wanted to. So they gotcha. gave us this extra content. Um, so in their world, it was snuggle hug toys that was taking over and we all had to go into lockdown. 
So they'll just start coming around and pushing buttons and you got to knock them away and try to turn off everything and pull out your ads and hop on your phone. So now imagine all of that happening at once. Mm-hmm. I cried. Sounds hectic. I was like, I don't think I can do this. I'm sorry. I'll never get these achievements. But it's out there now if you like that sort of thing. I'm a little sad the music mode is gone now, though. Mm. Because I was hoping with their customization thing, I could just pick whatever one I wanted to just play for funsies. But I have to put one of those restrictions on it. And (laughs) I was actually looking forward to getting to play some of the other music ones because they're so hilarious. And I actually enjoy editing the music one. Go figure from someone who's not like a huge musicals person. Mm. But they're hilarious. Whoever writes these things, kudos to you, man. Anywho. And, and? Scarlet Nexus. Oh, yes. yes I yes, have yes. been enjoying the crap out of that. I don't know how far along I am at this point because you can play two different characters. Mm-hmm. I started with the female character, Asane. Uh, and then you can also play Yuito. Um, I think I might be close to the end on Asane or at least roughly coming up to it um I don't know it showed me at like 17 hours I guess that I've played so far but you also got to remember I'm the type to totally leave it up and wander off and do other things for a while and then just come right back to it while they're still just sitting in the hideout like I don't care so I don't know how much playtime I've legit put it in um wow so much fun with that. It snuck up on me. I was a little nervous about it because the combat, I didn't think I'd love. I love it. I feel like a badass now. I'm like a level 42. I'm learning all the combos. Ah, mm. I'm killing through people. It's great. I'm having a good time. <laughs> and the story is really intriguing. Like I actually went oh, like a couple of times at some of the reveals. Oh, wow. Legit. Like I'm like, no, I'm not going to spoil it, but that no. Yeah. I recommend it, guys, if you can get your hands on it. I'm having mm. so much freaking fun with it. I'm ready to be done here right now so I can play some more. It's been a long time since I've had a game like that where I'm like, I want to play. So look at me. Yeah. Doing so good with all these games this week. I'm real proud of myself. Putting really in. good. <laughs> Especially, you know, with me always working overtime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's why It Takes Two got some more attention because I could lay on the couch. Sure. And I didn't have to sit at the PC the whole time. But on our big couch that doesn't fit in the living room. (laughs) But there's so much room. I love it. It really, but I love it. I don't care that my room is smaller now. And I just, I just can't get big now so I can fit through the hallway. That's it. (laughs) It's the only rules now. (laughs) That's all that matters. That's all that matters. As long as I can still slip by to get into the doorway, we're good. There's still uh, plenty of room. I've only stubbed my toe once, Hmm. which actually is a, Good run. Anyway, oh, yeah. totally getting off topic. What did you play this week? Oh, boy. Let's see. Um, well, I finished Kenna, Bridge of Spirits, as I said oh, yeah. last week with the uh, review. I was close to being done, and I was like less than an hour away from being done. Mm, so mm-hmm. I, I pretty much uh, got through it. Uh, I'm trying to think of... I didn't. Yeah, I wanted to ask, or maybe for the siblings or whatever, did the now that you have the ending in there, did that change your opinion on anything in the review? No, I think uh, the story was uh, what it needed to be, kind of explained some things uh, to what she was trying to do uh, about some of the characters. Uh, you know, it made sense. In fact, I honestly felt like it got a little dark or darker than kind of what you see because there was always like this underpinning 
and I may have said mm -hmm. this uh, in my review last week. And I don't feel like this is a spoiler. It's if you, but I guess warning yeah. if you don't want to hear nothing about it. Yeah. So just three, two, one. <laughs> three. Uh, the two children that you see in the the art and you know in the story or whatever. Mm -hmm. They're, I mean, they're dead. They're spirits. And okay. again, it's not, they don't go out of their way to hide it because if you pay attention, and I noticed it early on, um, when you first meet them, you know, they'll chit chat with you and you're like, oh, okay, two kids. And then they turn into little spirit balls and float away. So it's mm -hmm. there. You just don't know what they're out here doing. You, I mean, they could have been like forest spirits or something like that. I don't know. But it's mm. not like they're hiding the fact that they are spirits. And then right. the story explains why they I are mean, spirits. I mean, kind of bridge of spirits, right. too, right? Isn't that the exactly. full title, technically? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I guess the uh, reveal, if you want to call it that, would be, well, how did they come to be here? And then that's yeah. where you could be why like, Why is oh, this situation okay. happening? So okay. that gets a little dark if you think about it. You know, mm -hmm. because kids dying, you, you don't want to hear that. But right. like the the main protagonist of the story, when you see his story, I, I mean, it's kind of messed up. You know, when you mm -hmm. really think about it, it's like, holy crap. You know, this guy was trying to do right. And then he, his decision really screwed everything up. It really had some consequences, huh? Yeah. In the worst possible way. So it got dark. But yeah. uh, it, it came back around, and like I said, I, th I thought it was a pretty solid story. Um, Good. So I still would recommend it if you want to give it a go. Uh, if it's something you're not willing to pay full price for, I get it. But yeah. It's all Just good. Wait, wait it out. It's a sales will happen eventually. What sixteen hour game, give or take, is what I, I'd say because it didn't okay. take me long to really get through it, and it's not. Like a massive multi, you know, open world, any kind of thing like that. So it's fairly compact. So sixteen hours probably a good rough estimate. And that feels like a nice length for a game for me. Honestly, personally, yeah. Honestly, here lately, it's it's really what I want. I don't want anything huge. Mm -hmm. I think Valhalla really wore me out because that was a well persona 4 got me where i was like oof that was a long investment mm. i enjoyed every minute of it don't get me oh, wrong yeah. but that was a long investment <laughs> yeah i'm like i need breaks between those that i know i'm gonna like i have no idea how long this one's gonna take i don't mm. think it's an 80 hour game like persona 4 wise but i don't know right right because i don't look those things up before i play it i like to I, I i try i know it doesn't make sense someone reports the news blah blah blah. but i still like to try to keep myself a little ignorant to games i'm super interested in so mm -hmm. i can still have that fun reveals for myself while i'm playing it right right uh well outside <laughs> of that i played act razor renaissance which we will talk about later Okay. And just for a little uh, sneak peek, we're going to have at least, not counting this one, two more game reviews before the month's over. Ooh, look Ooh. at us. Popping them out, guys. Yeah. So be excited. Be very excited. Be excited. In fact, I was so excited, one of them technically turned into my birthday present. <gasps> Ooh, fun. But I won't tell you which one. Because you may be okay. thinking it's one. You know. Because, I'm in the dark just like the rest of y'all siblings. Yeah, but it's actually another one, another big title coming up. And I say coming up. 
Didn't say release, oh, did I? You. <gasps> you are. Yeah. Just, just Steven got some inside take here. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah. Uh, I actually don't know. I'm curious. <laughs> we'll talk about Actraiser later, but hey, uh, give us some news. Give us some news. Well, let's see. We are uh, another uh, interesting week. I want to say it was kind of hard to decide what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Because some of this has already gone over, but oh my God, this Twitch leak, huh? Mm-hmm. This, um, we're still, I guess, trying to figure out uh, just how bad it may end up being. Uh, but it just looks like quite a quite a bit. Uh, and of course, on the four chans mm-hmm. where all of the respectable leaks go. Uh, but yeah, they they Twitch did confirm that in fact an anonymous hacker managed to grab about 125 gigabytes. Uh, worth of info from Twitch, um, exposing source code, stream it pay- streamer payment figures, uh, revealing plans for their own streaming service. I guess that was codenamed at this time Vapor, which was, it was that a dig on Steam? Hmm? Vapor? A little Steam? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, Sounds I like it. Uh, <laughs> could be. Uh, but specifically, it was source code uh, since probably back to Justin TV. They were saying like early days. Mm. Um, so uh, creator reports from a look like just 2019, maybe through um, proprietor SDKs and internal AWS services. So like a lot of s- just I I don't understand how that happens. And like when I was looking at some of the stuff today just to see if there was some kind of update, um, they they. It, it, it doesn't even look like it was like some sort of real big hack. I don't know. It was like something about needing a password changed. Although uh, they're still looking into it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, sure. they still don't know who it is or anything like that. Um, but I think having those tools and stuff out there, in my opinion, would seem to be like the more scary than it seemed like everybody latched on to the streamer payout thing, which... The point has been made since I read the story, but instantly I'm like, we kind of already knew that information. So it was kind of interesting to me how collectively it seemed like the quote unquote outrage was just at how well some of the streamers were doing on the platform when Mm -hmm. you could have seen how many subs they had at any time and then just kind of figured it out from there. Granted, um, to my understanding, it didn't include like bit payouts or obviously it can't include donations because that's not through a Twitch service normally. It's through like a Streamlabs or some people do direct uh, PayPal. But regardless, that seemed to be the thing that annoyed people the most was seeing um, their favorite streamers up on the top making like millions of dollars. Now, there was several different ones floating around that I saw. Some people were trying to make it seem like some people were making like a hundred million dollars more. And I was just like, okay, come on, chill. Like that's a little extravagant that you, that you shot that high for your fake news. Yeah. (laughs) But whatever. I'm more concerned about like the source code and all of that kind of stuff that was out. Cause that sounds like it could make it a lot easier for them to be like manipulative within that system later on. Granted, this is coming from someone completely ignorant on how one would go about hacking and getting all of this information in the first place. So I want to put that out there for transparency. So, um, but yeah, also keep in mind, uh, hackers said this was part one. Yeah, part one. I remember hearing that too. <laughs> so I died. Don't know what else they could have managed to grab that they're kind of holding maybe ransom here for some reason. But uh, 
Twitch confirms that this happened. They say it was exposed to the internet due to an error in a Twitch server configuration change that was accessed by a malicious third party. Mm-hmm. So did someone on Twitch mess up with an update that kind of left a back door kind of open? So was it legit a hack? You know, so these are kind of the questions that I saw this morning um, looking for an update. Um, it might have just been something as simple as that. I, uh, I mean, they're still looking into it, of course, sure. but, um, I don't know, man, change your passwords. I'm sure you heard that a lot Two FA for everything. Um, at this time they're saying it doesn't look like credit card info or anything like that from streamers would have been, uh, given out. Um, obviously I guess that depends on if you have any of that information actually stored on there for mm. whatever reason. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know, man. I'm really worried about just how much we rely on tech for absolutely everything and how much it just kind of disrupts when one little thing goes wrong. Cause life was just simpler <laughs> Yeah, when we didn't put everything on this box that was accessible to anybody around the world. Um, but yeah, still check it out. Keep an eye on your stuff. If you did in fact have those things on there and you were streaming on Twitch, um, they're, they're making it sound like you shouldn't freak out right now, but I say always just keep a close eye on those things. I always try to anyway. Um, and if you share a password with it, maybe change all of those. I don't know. I don't know. But it was kind of funny to watch all of the streamers like number 2222, check it in for, uh, you know, because that's where they landed, I guess, on the streamer payout thing. Mm-hmm. Anywho, I'm a child, so I thought it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But through this story, it took me into a rabbit hole of another one that I just thought was weird and funny. So we'll just continue on. <laughs> so apparently, in the <laughs> when I was going through this story, uh, I learned there's a headline that caught my eye that read, U.S. Navy ship claims it was hacked after its Facebook page streamed Age of Empires. So one, they were hacked. Hmm? And two, Navy ships have Facebook pages? Yeah, why would, why would they have a <laughs> Facebook? I'm confused. So the Facebook page of the USS Kid, with two Ds, hmm. puts out content, apparently, on this Facebook page about crewmates, Navy-related things, you know, whatever's going on, I guess, with that ship. Um, the page one day just started streaming Age of Empires, seemingly out of nowhere. Um, I should note, it was streamed six different times on October, between the 3rd and the 4th of October. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Navy spokesperson, Commander Nicole Schwegman, said they were working with Facebook to resolve this hack. Well, hack was the wrong word, it seems, used here as well. Um, as it turns out, it looks like someone just kind of got a hold of the account that might have been signed in elsewhere and just used it. You know how, like, your friend will come on, oh, he left it on my computer, and just say something dumb on your page to make you seem like an idiot? Yeah, that. So, (laughs) noting it doesn't seem like any breach or info was leaked or anything like that, just somebody was like, hey, I'm going to stream Age of Empires to the USS Kids Facebook page, and I I just found it funny that the Navy has a Facebook page and then thinks they were hacked when it just sounds like some dude left it open somewhere. Yeah. And then... I don't know. <laughs> it is bizarre. <laughs> I just, I read it and, and had a big WTF moment. So I thought maybe siblings might find it as funny as I did. So now I just kind of want to go around and see how many Navy ships have Facebook pages. Sure. Like, reporting in today, uh, really wet outside. Um, lots of fish to my left. I don't know. What do, <laughs> what do ships say? I, do I have no idea. Say? I'm not... Uh, yeah. 
Navy savvy. <laughs> what, are they, what, what are their problems they got to tell us about? There's, uh, I bought a salad today. Woo. Woo. Um, anywho, <laughs> game stuff. So, uh, Marvel's Avengers. Mm-hmm. I just don't think they're going to catch a break here. Yeah. I just really don't. Um, but I feel like they just keep shooting their own foot over and over. I don't know how many feet they have left at this point. But amongst all the troubles this game's already seen... They're now receiving backlash for another decision they made that actually directly contradicts a promise Square Enix made in 2019, which is why they were receiving this backlash. Uh, While it's, we already know the other issues, right? Concurrent player base still on a downward trajectory. I think the stats on Steam said last was about 800 players, but then now that it's been on Xbox Game Pass, the concurrent has gone up, although that doesn't sound like more people bought the game. Because, no, as no. you know, on Game Pass, you just kind of play them if they're offered on there. Um, troubles with bugs, balancing leveling. They had problems with by making it more of a grind. If we remember, we reported on that where they were like, oh, we'll just make it harder for you to level. Yeah. So the promise that they made back in 2019 uh, was that they will not sell any pay to win content. Mm. Well, uh, they started selling XP boosters. Oh, my God. After nerfing the leveling, making it a grind, and now they're selling it back to you in an XP booster. Now, look, I don't know if this is really considered pay to win. This is the debate that I've been seeing. Because to my understanding, it's only affecting your own game. It's not affecting anyone else's, right? And I've always just had the opinion that if it's my single player experience, I should be able to play it however I want, which is why I like to play with mods on PCs. I'm not playing multiplayer games, though, that would put other players at a disadvantage. Right. Now, that's the debate that I've seen, and I thought it might be interesting just to kind of see what our siblings thought of that. Like, if it's in your single player experience, while I think it's a crappy move to make, mm-hmm. to nerf the leveling and then sell it back to you to get your XP boost. Do you really consider that pay to win if it's not a multiplayer? This I just want to, like, in the eyes of the beholder, because I feel like I can see why this could be open for interpretation. Sure. Um, But their exact words were, apparently, we won't have random loot boxes or pay to win scenarios. So while there does seem to be debate, like I just said, over the term pay to win... As some might not perceive XP boosters as such, it still gives those willing to fork over cash an advantage, but it doesn't impact your story from others doing this. So with the game kind of underperforming as it has, I can almost understand why they appear to be grasping at any way to kind of turn the ship around, uh, other than outright quitting support for the game and just giving up on it and abandoning it. Yeah. Is there PvP? Like, I was trying to look at it. Like, is there those scenarios... Because it seems like it's just a single-player game to me from what I've read. Now, I know this is a terrible thing for me to probably be asking. I'm but it, pretty sure, pretty sure you can play with people. I'm almost positive. Like at can. an un, What is the PvP? PvP on Marvel's Avengers. But again, it seem like? we haven't played it. We're speculating oh, okay. at best because, you know. For now, there is no confirmation that Marvel's Avengers will or won't have PvP. Oh, wait. This is a while ago. <laughs> So I guess then I don't see any update if my top hit was from like 2020. So I'm just going to go on as we were then. I don't know. If it's a single player experience, I personally don't have a problem with it outside of the fact I think it was kind of a garbage thing to do to 
nerf it oh, to make no. it more of a grind and then sell it back to you. But you don't have to buy it. No, you don't have to. It was like one to five dollars. I think they said it was like 100 credits to 500 credits. So whatever like the their in-game currency is. Um, what are your thoughts on that, man? Do you think like the XP boosters for a single player game really s- constitutes as a pay to win scenario? Um, it's like you said, it is kind of your own single game, but I can also understand it's the nerfing part. You know, you, you've just yeah. screwed up how well you can <clears throat> level up, how fast you can do it. So now you feel obligated in some way because you're going to be stuck doing this for God knows how long. And you're just like frustrated that you might actually go that route and, mm-hmm. and pay something like me personally. No, hell no. I would just stop playing the game. Um, but that's just me. I know that seems like the route. A lot of people took honestly looking at the, uh, and you know what numbers good, good riddance to the fucking game because it, it's an, everything they're doing is it's, it's I don't understand why they would have done this. Like, why even Marvel would have allowed this? Disney, mm. I know uh, this isn't too far removed from their business practices, but, I mean, you're tarnishing one of your biggest names. Right. You're, you've associated it with a terrible game that no one has any love for because of crap like this. Mm-hmm. So... But yeah, I mean, if if this you wanted to get XP boosters on your own time for your game, go go for it. But right, um, yeah, I think I'm in the same boat. I don't know that I see it as a pay to win scenario for a single player experience, mm-hmm. and that's just my own personal opinion because you're not affecting my gameplay at all or right. how how far I can get in my own. So I kind of just feel like you can mess with your own single player game however you want. Mm-hmm. But again, I come from a place where I loved modding and stuff just because it was fun. Yeah. Just because it was fun. It may not have even gave me any kind of advantage in the game, just cosmetically. Or yeah, sometimes you like to turn on God mode and just destroy some stuff for a while. But again, it's my single player game. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't see how I'm affecting anyone else. I don't know. Siblings, what do you think? Do you think this could actually constitute as a pay to win scenario? Or are you kind of like us where it's like, well, if that's what people want to throw their money at since it's their own game... Let us know. Let us know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see a little update in the Apple situation here. Okay. Uh, looks like they filed an appeal, of course, to push back the date of when they, you know, are to allow developers to allow third-party ways to purchase in-game items in the apps store and all that kind of stuff, which we probably saw coming oh, yeah. to no one's surprise, right? That they were like, well, we'd rather not do that in December, like the judge said. Is there a way we can... You know, work something else out for a later date. Um, but because I mean, well, Apple does gatekeep its stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's be let's be real here. They they kind of lock you into their world when you buy their products. Where you fall on that scope, whether you think it's right or wrong, not the discussion I'm having here. But according to a previous analysis by the CNBC, the App Store had actually grossed around sixty four billion in twenty twenty two, which. I mean, think about 2022 for a minute. And Apple typically takes about 30% of that, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Which I think they did finally lower it to 15% during the biggest part of the outrage for all the apps that earn less than a million a year was their stipulation. So like if you were bringing in Buku bucks, you could pay 15% cut instead of the the 30. Uh 
Uh, so giving developers the means to accept alternative modes of payment could cost the company, of course, billions, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, the judge that issued the injunction didn't specifically mention that the company can't charge developers a commission for payments made outside the App Store. So I feel like that's going to be maybe another little hole they're going to work in there. So whether oh, yeah. Apple would still ask developers for a cut remains to be seen, though it seems like it might be a complex undertaking if it does decide to do so, just like programming all of that in. Mm-hmm. But if they're willing to put in a, a push back, I have a feeling they'd be willing to invest in a way to get a cut from those third parties as well. Oh, hell yeah. So, um, in the appeal, Apple wrote that it had already taken concrete, specific steps in the direction indicated by the court's opinion, including by agreeing to eliminate the prohibition on targeted out-of-app communications, you know? So, mm-hmm. we're, we've already done stuff to show you in good faith we're trying to allow more there. Apple said it had already done this. And they, I think they're just trying to push it off because they know Epic's just going to keep suing over and over until they can get Fortnite back on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So they're probably just like, screw it. Epic's going to keep suing us totally allow Fortnite. So we're just going to keep trying to push all this stuff out. I don't know. Legal minds probably know better than I do what all of that will actually mean. But um, it looks like a hearing's been set for Apple's request to state the injunction for uh, November 16th. Okay. Uh, so uh, it's looking to proceed, though. And the last thing that I saw might be as early as November 2nd if they just keep moving along like they are. So. <laughs> How long has this been going on now? I feel like we've been talking about it. It forever. feels like forever, yeah. but honestly, I think it's only been over a year, a little over a year. Because okay. wasn't it like March or April 2020 when they started the whole fight by just putting it in there and then had the video ready? And then that's why I was kind of surprised we had any kind of ruling already. Yeah. because I thought it would drag out for years. It just seems like a lifetime ago. And Well, yeah. I don't, I don't know, but... Jeez, you know. Oh, I think they'll just keep suing each other back and forth till the cows come home. And you know what? Whatever. Yeah. If both of these billion-dollar companies want to keep fighting with each other, as as I've said before, I have a hard time being empathetic to yeah. billion-dollar companies. Where I'm just like, you'll be fine. I'm not getting <laughs> but, all the billions of dollars that I'm owed. Mm-hmm. Schmucks. Can't feel bad. No. Can't feel bad. Sorry. Uh, especially like it got the outcome that makes me the most happy if I'm honest with you. Mm-hmm. Where like Epic still can't come back on, but the other developers kind of win by getting to add a third party. And in my mind, I just thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like both of you did all this fighting and neither of you really won in this case. I mean, I guess one could argue Apple did. I've seen people argue Epic did. That's a whole other rant. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, last little bit of news that I found interesting to kind of chat about. Okay. Randy Pitchford gave himself a little promotion. Oh, I'm sure you saw that. I did. Mm-hmm. Sort of. Mm-hmm. Uh, he promoted himself, I think, in a way. <laughs> he will still remain a studio CEO, uh, but now is also in charge of the new Gearbox Studios itself. So he's kind of stepping. Uh, so, oh, wait. We have Steve Jones mm-hmm. coming in is the name of the dude that's taken over uh, Gearbox Software. 
Um, he's been uh, Gearbox's chief technology officer already for the past five years, so been very involved. Uh, he will now oversee new video game development going forward. And then Steve Gibson will remain head of Gearbox Publishing. See how this is getting. We've got the publisher, you got the developers, you got the media. Uh, so Pitchford will now oversee the overall business and also head a new multimedia business unit called Gearbox Studios. You got Borderlands movie coming out. Mm. I guess there might be more coming up the coming up the pike. Is that the phrase? Now, if I may, before you uh-huh. expand Please. on that, because <laughs> you know they're planning. Obviously, mm-hmm. yes, there is a, uh, a what did you Borderlands? I don't know why I couldn't think of the name. Borderlands movie. Yeah, you got the Borderlands That's movie. The only one I could think of off the top of my head. I'm sure and you know, I'm sure they're thinking, "Oh my God, you know, we've got to have this studio thing now, so we could do movies, and TV, and all this other stuff." And granted, mm-hmm. they may pull it off, unless we forget Square Films and their one <gasps> movie. You know, they built an entire company to make Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within. And that was the one and only movie it ever produced. <laughs> Just saying. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Maybe with their lack of getting such big name actors for this, that that man, they'll hey. roll on the coattails. Because I mean, they did get some talent. They did, sure. but you know what? So did Final Fantasy. Well, that's <laughs> they didn't true. save it either. <laughs> Granted, they were voice acting, but still didn't save yeah, the yeah. movie. So just uh, just Oof. throwing that well, out there. <laughs> I guess we'll see what Mario does, right? Mm-hmm. Anywho. <laughs> so it sounds like uh, they're just kind of shifted some people around to uh, help more directness with this media company. So Randy Pitchford's still around. Mm. Still going to be there. Still helping out. And as he, uh, well, Gearbox put it, uh, still be working closely on strategy and development across all software titles. All so he's not stepping software. away from games. <laughs> So just other ventures, maybe other IPs and stuff like that. So next up, Gearbox owned by Netflix. Uh, (laughs) Well, I'm sure you've got that listed, don't you? Or did we talk about that last week? I think we talked about it last week. Unless there was a new acquisition this week that I did miss. No, no. (laughs) Oh, that reminds me. Did you see that on Netflix there's a new interactive movie with The Undertaker from WWE? I did. Why? (laughs) Played through it last night. Oh, my God. It's so lovely, cheesy, corny. Oh, my God. You'll hate it and love it all at the same time. It's so stupid and dumb and wonderful. And I have no idea. It's been so long since I've watched wrestling. Mm. We're talking. I was probably, like, huge into it in, like, the 90s, early 2000s, and then just kind of drifted away. Um, So I don't know this new group, like, New Age, Mm -hmm. or is what they called themselves, I think. I I don't know. know. I think their shtick was the power of positivity and friendship, which just made it even more better. In my opinion, I doubly loved that it was like, oh, I'm going to fight my fears and not turn my back on my friends. And I'm like, this is amazingly the worst thing I've ever seen. (laughs) And I love it. I don't know. Anywho, um, go check that out, guys, if you want. It's so fun and dumb. I don't know. I mean, I'm a child, so I just laugh the entire time. But that is not what I expected (laughs) you to say about that. I guess I'm just too childish. I don't know. Like, it's not good. I'm not trying to sell you all on the idea that this is riveting cinema. No. But I think especially if you're a wrestling fan, you're probably just going to find it all fun. And to the side note, I actually waited on The Undertaker at one point in my serving career. Oh, shit. Yeah. 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 Just a flex there. I brought him steak at one point in his life and lots of Coors Light. 
Okay, not lots, but some. Enough. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> I mean, he's a big dude. Yeah, okay. He really is a big dude, even in real life. So um, anyway, I just thought that was a fun thing to mention. Yeah, that's... Uh... Hmm. Once I saw interactive movie, I was like, well, of course I'm going to check this out just to see. Um, it doesn't hurt to yeah. check them out every once in a while. Why not? Have a little fun. <laughs> oh, it was so dumb. I just, you have to play it. I don't know. Anywho, <laughs> moving on. Um, all I have left is some quickets, unless there's some more beefy news that caught your eye you wanted to discuss. There was so mm-hmm. much we'd be here for all day no but uh something's coming up is tgs or has that already happened or am i just mistaken tgs the game show yeah no uh I like something was coming I up here like soon. i had it written down as a date right, maybe maybe i'm mistaken i do know that We're we'll probably so have uh, some i won't say like a massive amount but there probably will be some uh, a little bit of game news coming out of the uh, DC fandom next week because rumor has it, it whether or not you you may have this in your quickets but I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and lay it out here yeah let's do it rumor has it we may be getting a reveal of Injustice three ooh I did not hear that because apparently Ed Boon has been listed as one of the speakers. Uh-huh. So, unless he's got something else up his sleeve, I don't know what else it could be. Either way, it would be interesting then now at this point. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, All right. That's, you said noon our time, eh? Yeah, this this is just a rumor. I don't have any inside source, but just, mm-hmm. you know, could be, maybe. Food for thought. Mm-hmm. Something fun to look forward to. This is true. All right. Yeah. All right. I'm here for it. All right, couple of quickets. What you got? Well, not. I actually got more than a couple. I'm a liar. Anywho, Idos Montreal announces a four day work week, and I am for this trend that I've been seeing. For it, yeah. I'm here for it. I love it. Um, and I want to say, last time we mentioned with the other uh, developing team, uh, Gun had been doing that for a while, mm-hmm. and I had missed that somehow. So hats off to you, lovely uh, ladies and gentlemen over at that team as well, because. I love following them. Yeah. They're fun. They're fun. And uh, I was happy to see that as well. So I'm for this trend. And I know people are like, oh, well, now it's just 12 to 14 hour days or something in a smaller time frame. Nope. They gave a nice breakdown of why. And um, assuming that they just needed to be more efficient with how they used their workers time Mm -hmm. and found out you can get just about as much done in a shorter period when you're not just having them wait around for things to do. Now, granted, I feel like in a developing team, you probably always got stuff to do. But I've just found that in like regular jobs, just like you'll have so much downtime during the day sometimes. Yeah. And it's like you're just having to sit there on the clock. I don't know. I feel like we could figure out more efficiency. Anywho, I'm for the getting rid of crunch. I'm for the treating them like humans and giving them life again. Um, I hope I continue to see this trend. I really do. For sure. Uh, Were you excited about this? Last character of Super Smash was announced. You know, I mean, I wasn't. Um, I had no, I had nothing, I had nothing to say about uh, it at the time, but when I saw it, I kind of got, like, the presentation, I got chills. I was like, holy crap, man, like, they sold this. Yeah. Yeah. Because Sora was the last character I expected. I saw, and even some guy commented it, like, after I did on Twitter, I guess, because, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to have those types who have to 
Well, their opinion is going to change your life. Yeah, because <laughs> honestly, all I'd seen, I did not mm-hmm. have Sora pegged as a character in the game because all I'd seen mm-hmm. was, oh, it's going to be Doom Guy, it's going to be uh, Master Chief, or uh, it's right, going to be right. this, it's going to be that, and all these rant. And I was like, there's just no fucking way it's going to be that. They'll probably whip in yet another Breath of Fire character that no one knows. <laughs> right. And. But when they started the presentation, I was like, well, the way they're laying this out, this has got to be pretty big. And then the moment I saw the Mickey Mouse logo, I was like, oh, wow, okay. Yeah. So I was I was taken aback by it. I had said, I'm really surprised no one guessed this on Twitter. And then, of course. Let me guess. That person guessed it. How dare you not notice? Well, they didn't specify that they themselves had, but it was like, actually, yeah. a lot of people guessed it. And I was like, all right, well, and I even mentioned in my tweet, mind you, I said, mm-hmm. or at least uh, I didn't see, you know, so I right. made a point to say, I well, love that no liar. one guessed this, except maybe they did because I didn't see it, you know? Yeah. Because I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. Th- in, right. in all the places, people guessing Sora was not a character I heard. But on Twitter, if somebody else had the knowledge, you clearly did too. So now you're just a liar. Sure. So for clicks or mm-hmm. I don't know, I see ratioed a lot. Even though siblings, I'm not sure I understand what it means. But in any case, no one paid attention <laughs> to his uh, stupid tweet either. So, Colin yeah, and... yeah. So whatever. I it, I doesn't micro matter. doesn't Let's matter. enter him his comment in. Uh, but Sora, yeah, from Kingdom Hearts, mm-hmm. uh, available October 18th in the Challenger Pack 11. I swear so... to God, this this. Uh, is it just me or is this next week or what? It's just yes. packed. There's so it's, much. There really is a lot coming up. I'm going to be overwhelmed. Because mm-hmm. we got to be overwhelmed. It's going to be good, though. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Hey, this one I found. I just have to tell you guys this because it was just hilarious. <laughs> There's a game coming out okay. called Choo Choo Charles. Yes. What now, the hell was that? was glorious yes okay so it's a haunted train exploration game from what i can tell like i think it was born of a mod or is a mod or like you know what i mean Mm -hmm. uh so from the trailer it looks like you're exploring this quote-unquote open world i don't know how open it is but you're getting off the train you're wandering around you're exploring you're collecting stuff um so while you're obviously traveling on a train through the woods but there's like an evil Thomas the Tank engine with spider legs that's chasing you the whole time. The world calls this the Monster Charles. Hmm. That you told in the game so you can upgrade your train over time. You collect scraps and the trailer alone isn't worth a watch. I please go watch it because to look at this Thomas the Tank engine with massive spider legs just coming down a mountain after you is actually quite freaky. Hmm. <laughs> And it might have been from, like, I mean, we modded that. Not we, I say we, like I did anything. But I remember I put it in my game. Skyrim had a Thomas the Tank engine yes. as a dragon. Mm-hmm. So you could mod it as a drag. Uh, the tank engine was the dragons flying around. Or Macho Man Randy Savage, I remember, was an option as one of the dragons, too. See, again, modding, it's just lovely. It's just hilarious. Yeah. It didn't change anything except for the aesthetics. The game still played the same. Uh, but... I don't know. Go watch it. It's from Two Star Games, and right now they're aiming for a quarter one 2022 release. I think this could be an interesting play. I don't know. Just, 
just the premise alone of Choo Choo Charles chasing you through this whole thing, uh, I think honestly would creep me out. Yeah. I mean, like once you start hearing the engine, it's like, (gasps) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, go watch that trailer for Choo Choo Charles. I think you'll, uh, you'll thank me later. (laughs) Uh, Did you catch the Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City trailer? I did. And I had to, um, I had to watch it twice because I don't know what trailer I watched uh, initially. I think there's two now. Well, the one I watched seemed to be identical to the first one I watched, except it didn't have text popping up on the screen as everyone said a word. Like, these weren't captions. It was like they were uh, dynamic titles. No, dynamic titles. Like, if it said run, it would be like, run on the screen. I'm like, what is this? Like, is this really your trailer? Because... I missed that one. Now I want to go see that one. It it made me hate it almost immediately because it was like, if this is how you're marketing your movie, you have lost me. Because it was was showing every sliver of dialogue. It was weird. I don't know what it was. And then it just disappeared. And I never saw it after that. And I was like, good. At least this wasn't the trailer. Hmm. Um, That said... There was another one that dropped. (laughs) not like that <laughs> yeah that said uh was it me or did um, the adr seem off like it didn't uh, maybe like one or two scenes the dialogue actually seemed to match yeah what was going on i'm not sure i feel like i don't recall seeing that as a problem it just it, i think i was more or less enamored with it like mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not, I'm not pissing on it or anything like that. It was just that, that kind of caught my, yeah. my eye with. My I don't ear. know, I don't know. I, I don't recall. Maybe I just didn't notice. That's okay. Maybe I just didn't notice. Um, but I mean, it kind of. I mean, it's the first one where I think we're actually legit on the game lore. Mm-hmm. You know, it looks like they combined Resident Evil one and two stories together. Um, I mean, I think it looks fine. I, I, maybe I can't get as excited about it because I, I feel like they keep trying this out. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just the first time on the game lore. I mean, the the presence of some of the monsters that we are know and love from the games was kind of interesting to see in live action. And I feel like those looked pretty pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, they only gave you like quick snippets, you know, to, for the action and all that kind of stuff. But, you know. Yeah. yeah. They look creepy. I don't know. Um, so it's only coming out in theaters, um, at least, you know, initially. Hmm. Um, and then, so I was trying to look through the cast here because all of them kind of look like, hey, I know them from something, but couldn't place what. Uh, you know, uh, Kaya, I'm probably not going to say this right, Scodelario sure. is playing Claire Redfield. Mm-hmm. Um, I looked her up on IMDb. Unfortunately, a long resume. I've not seen them though, so this will be new for me. Um, if I go see it once, it's you know to to video. Is that mm. the term anymore? To video, to streaming, to home. VOD. Ah, <laughs> uh, the VOD. Um, but uh, Robbie Amell as Chris, uh, mm. which I, I the best that one that I could see that maybe everyone would know it played Ronnie Raymond in the Flash. Yeah, I do. I'm, I'm aware uh, on of the him. show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I saw him from Babysitter Killer Queen on Netflix, which is yeah. a, a gloriously horrible, funny time. I recommend it. Um, ha- Hannah John Kamen as Jill Valentine. I, again, wasn't someone that I kind of recognized from the get-go. Um, I feel like I know her from, I feel like she was the villain in Ant-Man and the Wasp. 
Ghost. I I, mm. I think that's the only thing I've actually, or I can remember, I know I've seen her in. If I've, I've got the right okay. actress, but I, I could be wrong. I mean, it might have been a good call to not put big name people in Oh, yeah, for way, sure. That, you, you know, in my opinion. Um, Avon Jogia is Leon Kennedy. I hope I'm not butchering everyone's names, but and I wanted to shout out Nathan Dales as Brad Vickers, because whom I know and love as Daryl from Letterkenny. So, oh, GG, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. So, for me, when I saw him pop up for just a brief second when I was looking through IMDb, I'm like, oh, hey! Hey, hey! guy. <laughs> I like that guy. Or at least I like the character he plays on Letterkenny. I'll be honest, I don't know that I've seen him on other things, so it'll be fun for me to see a new character. Hmm. Um, but among others, I'm sure, like we just said, you'll probably watch the trailer and go, oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. Because there's quite a few other people in it, too, where I was like, You've seen them on other TV shows randomly here or there throughout your life, but uh, the, November 24th. Yeah, the other guy that I, I recognize, I saw him briefly in the trailer. Um, forgive, I don't know his name right off the top of my head. He's I in, probably should have wrote it down. He was the one driving the truck, right? No, I'm. Uh, there's a guy, he was on that show Umbrella Academy. He played the big, buff, uh, apish looking dude. Mm-hmm. He was. I, I know I saw him, but I, I couldn't tell you who he's playing. I see I should have wrote them all down but I didn't I wrote down like the buzzword characters mm-hmm. uh let's see here D- Donald Logue yeah I did see Donald Logue yeah. Chief, Chief Brian Irons uh Neil McDonough as William Birkin yeah, I did see he him looked too. familiar like mm-hmm. you'd seen him around um now I've just got the page up hoping we would Remember who it was you couldn't remember. I think that's all the big ones they have loaded up here on the front. Lily Gao is Ada Wong. Jeanette Porter is Annette Birkin. Some of the characters kind of slipped so, my mind here. Let me ask you that. Do you think And Matthew McCullum is turnaround zombie? That was kind of cool seeing that, <laughs> that shot uh recreated. I just love that that's the title, Turnaround Zombie. Tom Hopper. That's the guy. That's uh How am I missing his name? Oh, way up at the top. And he's playing Wesker. Holy shit. That's a good that's a good pull. I'm I'm down for that. All right, all right. But So yeah. What was I gonna say? I was gonna say something (laughs) about Oh, yeah. Uh do you feel that um combining which again, these are happening simultaneously. Mm-hmm. But do you feel like combining the the narratives from one and two might uh, backfire? Because you're going to do one of two things: either you're going to make it incredibly long, which we've agreed mm. that you know uh, horror like movies personally. don't really need to go on. No, too long. they have way too many slow parts. Or I feel like you're gonna trim way too much and just kind of breeze through it and it'll turn into uh, the last airbender where they hit all the beats in 90 minutes for a 12 season arc and like overwhelmed everyone trying to figure out yeah it's like what is going on so (laughs) you're throwing way too much info i don't know see now i don't know if i played the first one if i'm honest i know i played the second one i believe on like n64 and then i'd have played the remake of course um so as a refresher i almost feel like they could just do two Hmm. you know so I, i mean personally i don't think like you'd get lost with any type of story by leaving out like the first game's lore personally um and look, does it show a runtime? Now I should 
I may be um, I may be taking it out of context because granted the story could be altered well enough that you don't need because the games are mm-hmm. what probably. 12, 16 hours uh, Probably. ballpark. And that's, yeah. a lot of that it, is playtime. How time. good you are. So how much of it is actual story? That, I mean, yeah. that, maybe I'm overthinking it. It just... Well, I mean, we don't have the best track record, in my opinion, for the Resident Evil franchise. Mm-hmm. I I enjoyed like a couple of those movies, but I, I didn't finish them. I just... It uh, was just too different mm-hmm. than what I wanted, and... I wasn't that interested. And right. I just, I don't know what it is. I know people um, disagree with me, but I just don't really care for that lead chick. Um, I don't have M- Mia, beef, Mila, Mila Jovovich. Yeah. yeah, like she's not done anything wrong. I just don't gravitate towards anything. She does. It's just. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Not charismatic enough for you. Or something. Yeah, I guess there's just, just something fun. about the char- maybe it's just the characters I've seen her play. I just haven't enjoyed mm-hmm. so far. I mean, Monster Hunter World was fine, but I I don't know. Maybe she's just the type that always seems to be the same kind of character, just transplanted into different situations. So maybe that's what it is. I mean, that's you exactly know? what I took when I saw her in Monster Hunter, and then her husband is directing. I was like, oh, so we're doing this again. You know? Right, right. <laughs> well, I mean, we've had plenty of that that abuse that system too. <laughs> Yeah. You know, where we only know them when, like, their significant others are creating the film, and that's why we know who they are. But anyway, uh, yeah, if you're interested, November 24th in theaters till I guess, it runs out of juice, and then we'll see what streaming service it comes to. Um, other uh, little quick it, OLED Switch is here. Mm-hmm. OLED Switch is here. It's out, uh, and it's out, out in some places as well, as we already know. This is the day and age where... Poor people are not allowed to have electronics until many years later. Um, but uh, some places, of course, are sold out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you were looking at some of the side-by-sides for this. Like, if you're one of those that already has a Switch and we're just kind of wondering if you if it's worth it to buy this other one as an upgrade. Um, when I was looking at some of the side-by-side comparisons, I'll be honest, I feel like if you already have the Switch and you use it as both devices frequently, docked as well as handheld, mm-hmm. I don't see... I feel like you should save your money. This is my yeah. own personal opinion. I don't see a lot enough different that would warrant you spending another $300. If you want to, of course, it's your money. You do you. But um, now if you use it undocked more often than docked, then this this might. Because it does have a nice bigger screen. It does look nice clean. Um, you are getting 64 gigabytes as opposed to 32. So, you know, that's definitely a more attractive, more space. Um yeah, yeah. I just think that if you don't have one, totally. If you already have one and use it docked fairly often, hmm. I feel like you should just save your money, personally. Um, I have a question. If you can even get one yeah. <laughs> at this moment. Did you see the report about what this was supposed to be? Wasn't there like rumors that there was going to be a 4K Pro or something and then they kind of backpedaled or something? Well, according to a report I saw, I think it was this past week, this OLED screen, this OLED version was meant Mm -hmm. to be a 4K version, but Nintendo had to punt once the chip shortage started. Yeah. So they couldn't Mm -hmm. put that out. So they were just like, well, let's rework it into this. That way we can still do that. So my question is... Do you feel that was a smart move, 
Or do you think they should have just held off and said, you know what, let's wait until we can actually launch what we intended versus this? Because you still have the option. I mean, they could still do a 4K. So then now you're creating three versions, four if you count Mm -hmm. like the one that is uh, handheld only. I just feel like that was a bad move. It does seem weird with what I'm looking at the side by side comparisons of like what was upgraded. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or this would have been better suited for just the handheld. Yeah. Making it like a bigger screen and everything. Because again, if you play it docked a lot, the bigger screen on the the console itself isn't going to matter to you. You're not looking at it. You're not using it. Right. Um, Yeah, it is a weird call to me. It is a weird call. Bad call? Looks like they're still flying off the shelves. So I guess when money's involved, I guess it could be looked at. I guess we'll have to wait in a week or two, see what the numbers are going up to, maybe even a month or so. Yeah, but personally, it seems like maybe just being able to do the straight to 4K when you could... I have to look that up. I've been so removed from the global chip shortage because I've just been so bitter mm-hmm. and terrified that if my GPU goes down, I'm just effed for a while. Yeah. <sighs> do you do you think this will replace the original? Like they'll slowly phase out the original model? I feel like no. no? Well. Because I feel like they would do it quietly. the same price? Yeah. I feel like then maybe. Because I feel like... like, if you were charging more. Yeah. Because I feel like it, they would just kind of be like, well, as they disappear, we'll just... Yeah. You know, we'll just we'll quietly... Sh- and then they'll just go away. And then the yeah. OLED is the only one you see. And it's like, well, that's what it's always been. You, you're crazy. You, you didn't realize. I think it just might boil down to what parts, maybe. If the insides are just slightly different, to have to have them switch over to this as opposed to being able to do the 4K, it might just mm-hmm. boil down to what materials are available for which one keeps going over the other. I mean, it's no different than what uh, Sony's having to do with the PlayStation and trying to get to the cheaper parts and different... Uh, mm-hmm. heat sinks and, and SSDs See, and now, Do you think that might be a little driving factor in why they're being so open-minded now to porting to PC as well? Because I know Jim Ryan had that interview this week mm. or whatever la- last week, you know, um, where he was like, I would love it if millions of people all over could enjoy our games regardless of, I don't, I'm paraphrasing, of course, something like regardless of platform mm-hmm. that you play on or whatever. I was wondering... I would say but, so. I mean, why not? Both sides, I think, would be suffering from this material shortage. You know, like we both need GPUs and everything at this point because it's just like a Sony computer mm-hmm. or just building your own computer. You know what I mean? Or just buying factory, however you do. Yeah. I think it might just boil down to materials at this point. Yeah. Okay. We got to figure out a way to get those get made again, I guess, and safely. Mm-hmm. Um, and then actually pass laws on luxury scalping maybe i don't know i know they don't care about luxury items as much but again maybe Hmm. it's hard to say right now (laughs) the way everything's going um and i just want to shout out devecky studios next game dude did you see it murderous muses i heard about it i didn't watch the trailer for it it's got like some old school feel to it that i love you know with how like they did like the motion through the hallways and all that kind of stuff i mean if you're an old school fmv or you know what i'm talking about and it Mm. might hit you in those feels um but you already know i'm in love with devecky at this point i feel like they can do no wrong in my eyes so maybe i shouldn't say that i'll be so disappointed one day but 
so far, everything they've put out has just been lovely and gold in my eyes. So I recommend going and checking out the trailer. You could wishlist it on Steam right now. If you keep supporting them, I'll keep supporting them. And then I'll just get more FMV games. So it's like a win <laughs> all around. All That's around. how I look at it. All around a win. Uh, but this time we're solving the murder of a portrait artist, Mordecai Gray, by exploring an art gallery that shifts its reality at night with paintings that come alive. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It looks great. I, that's, I, like I said, I love them. So go check it out if you like FMVs. Go check out DeVecchi Studios, Murderous Muses. You can wishlist it on Steam now. I'm sure we're still looking at maybe a next year release, though. But mm. Shout out. Go support them. That I can get more games. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, that's it for my quickets. I did, uh, I guess, an interesting news, and it was the one that you shared me. Mm-hmm. That I, so I kind of wanted to mention it because I just found this fantastic if anyone could buck back up against Zuckerberg. I love sure, the idea yeah. of it. Uh, but so we'll call this our weird news, our interesting news section. I don't know. We haven't done that section in a while. Yeah. Uh, but thank you for showing me this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it would seem a 17-year-old Oculus Quest 2 gamer figured out how to get the freaking Facebook overlords out of your headset. That's so you right. can play it without having to use their stupid surveys. This might be my bias creeping in. I'm sorry. Uh, if you love Facebook and everything, you know that you're right. Um <laughs> That's been my biggest beef with them was buying Oculus. I was so upset because I have the OG headset, y'all, like where it still needed a wire and all that kind of stuff, which is Mm. long gone for support and everything. So um, it will soon to be a $300 paperweight. Um, But (laughs) as soon as Facebook bought Oculus, you know, they promised you weren't going to need it. Well, they, of course, freaking lied. And now you have to have a Facebook account to like sign into anything to play your headset. So as all of us might remember... Facebook isn't infallible either. And we saw their service go down and WhatsApp go down and Instagram go down, which basically made this Quest 2 ornamental. Mm-hmm. But this kid was like, hell no, nah, I bought it. I want to play it. So <laughs> I love this. I love this. Uh, he come up with a, a, a mod if you're a Quest user. I think this is only for Quest 2, though. So mm-hmm. I'm sorry, guys. I don't know. I didn't see for the Quest 1 or anything like that. So if you're working on that one. But um, he decided F that. And he made it without needing it at all. Uh, the coder created Oculus with two S's as a side loadable tool that unlinks your Facebook account from your Quest 2 VR headset. Now, again, I didn't see any mention. Like, I don't know. This is something I can use because I don't think my headset had any side loadable stuff at all um, or for the first quest. But you'll need access to developer mode, which I know can be kind of a scary mode for some people to mess around in. Um, But that's what you'll need to do to install this mod or in this tool, I guess. Uh, The article I was reading mentioned that it came with requiring a phone number or payment details for verification from Facebook. Uh, they probably already have it anyway, if we're being honest, but mm-hmm. um, they're not supposed to get charged. Like that, that was what he said. He's like, you shouldn't get charged for this. It's just to verify, verify the account. And then once that's out of the way, you can sideload apps that don't require a Facebook account. So I'm actually all for this. Mm-hmm. Um, the downsides they did mention, um, although personally, none of these would matter to me even a little bit. I could live without any of these features and in fact have this whole time. But if these features are important to you, you will not have access to the Oculus Store, of course, Oculus Browser, Oculus TV, their casting, and then certain apps that, of course, if they were built for Oculus, 
then those apps are going to need Oculus to run, right? And all those right. features that Facebook's made it do. Um, so the creator goes by Bastion and has made this available for download. And you can even, he even created a video tutorial, y'all, just to show you how to do it. So if you have the headset and have been like at Facebook for buying this and forcing me to do it, maybe just go hack it and, yeah. and you can use it for whatever you want. <laughs> and I'm for this. Uh, my, my thing is like when I do get a new headset, I'm just not even going to bother with Oculus because I don't even want Facebook to get my money, period. Uh, but I also understand that some people can only VR with the Quest 2 because it doesn't need a powerful PC. Mm-hmm. So I get it. They unfortunately kind of covered that market right now of wireless and standalone. Um, but maybe we'll see some more coming out. But uh, yeah, go hack your Oculus. I'm all about giving the middle finger to Zuckerberg. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I would be <laughs> all for that, too, because it's ridiculous, too. It's, it's no different than what Apple does. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that Facebook thought that was a, a smart move for a, for, for a headset. Yeah. You know? Well, they just want to force you into being gatekept with their stuff as well. So you need their service and everything to be able to use it. I just think it's garbage because they promised it would not happen mm-hmm. and then change their mind on it. So those of us who had the headset already then eventually got screwed. Right. So now I have to, I think, October next year before mine just becomes ornamental mm-hmm. as well. Because I'm not going to give myself another Facebook account. I deleted it a long time ago. I've never felt better. And I have zero intentions of creating that chaos in my life again. So I'm done with it. So if it becomes an ornament, it becomes an ornament. And I guess, you know, just some other company will get my money then if I want to continue to VR after October 2023. Uh, But that's just my feelings on it, siblings. You might be just fine with it. But Mm -hmm. here you are if you want to go check it out. I think uh, you could just look up Bastion like the VR Quest 2, and you should be able to find all of the info. All right. But that's it. Woo. That's, that's what I saw this week that caught my eye that I felt compelled to chat about. All righty. Toss it over to any other quickets or, mm. or the mystery of the day. I don't know. No, I got nothing. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, gonna, no mystery. I felt like I was going to bring something up before I started. I think I might have lost it. Because you I'm know, good about that. My brain. Like I just keep talking. Uh, yeah, it just still hung over. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm you. trying. Just do a shot of whiskey. Mm, no, no. <laughs> I mean, I, got, I know I've got a bottle to get through, but nah, mm. yeah, just yeah. I'm not feeling it. Not feeling it right now. That's fair. You know? That's fair. I just don't want to do that. Uh, but that bacon. Oh yeah, bacon. Bacon does sound really good. But I shouldn't do that either. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's talk about a game. Because I can't remember that other thing I was trying to remember. So to hell with it. I don't care. It'll come to you when we're done. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, I thought it would be fun to talk about this game, Act Razor Renaissance. Because mm-hmm. uh, if you may or may not remember, depends on how long you've been listening. Uh, this is before Lace's time, matter of fact. Way back in January of 2018, episode 27 of this very podcast, I spoke in retrospect about ActRaiser. Uh, it came out in the early 90s. My brother and I used to love to play that game. And while it wasn't a two-player game, the game's dual genre structure allowed us to play to our own strength. So he would, you know, do one part, and that was his thing. And then when it was time for me to jump in action, I would hop on over and do my part 
And I finished that retrospective by saying, ActRaiser needs to return for a new generation. On September 23rd, 2021, I was blindsided by the release of ActRaiser Renaissance, a remake of that classic game I know and love. And while it looks fancy and new, is it still the game I remember or a bastardized version of it? Now, first things first. Let's talk about what the game was in case you're unfamiliar. Because if you've never played ActRaiser, uh, it may come off like I don't know what this is. So the original SNES Classic was a city-building, action-platforming hybrid. Uh, it re was released by Enix before they were gobbled up by Square back in 1990. You play as the Lord of Light assisted by your angelic companion to restore the lands and protect them from the Dark Lord Tanzra. This, uh, in Japan, was technically your god, that's Satan, but, you know, we can't do that in America because oh. stuff. I don't, okay. I don't really understand why. That's reasons. Yeah. Now, the concept, for me, felt like a breath of fresh air because it was equivalent to two games in one, which was unheard of. I mean, sure, you may have had your occasional mini-game in a game, but not like this. This was two separate types of game in one game, mm -hmm. you know? And it's hard to get bored with a game that changes what it is on a regular basis. Furthermore, despite only being one player, as I mentioned before, my brother and I would always play together, taking part. My brother was kind of the strategist, so he would focus on the town building, while I would use my platforming skills to beat down the monsters. And that's how Beautiful. we roll. I'd always hoped for an updated version of this game because I always believed it could be greater than it was. But I also didn't hold my breath that it would happen anytime soon, or at all, considering ActRaiser 2 completely removed the city-building aspect from the original, thereby turning Aww. the series into yet another action platformer. Yeah. It just didn't make any sense to me, and I assumed... Enix felt that the series didn't do what they had originally hoped and decided to hedge their bets. But that didn't work either. <laughs> and the series pretty much yeah. lay dormant since 1993. But the fans were out there. They were just mm -hmm. harder to hear back then. You know? Sure. Now, with the advent of the internet, I would love to assume that fan outcry led to this series' revival. While it may not be an all-new sequel that expands the series in a creative way that I had hoped... This also may be Square Enix hedging their bets by creating a simpler remake to see if fan demand is high enough, which is fair. Right. Now, Test the waters. Yeah. Now, I played the PlayStation 4 version, but it is also available on the Switch, PC, Android, and iOS, if you didn't know. And I just wanted to lay that oh. out there for uh, the sake of going forward. Mm -hmm. So, if you've played the original game... Everything in this remake will feel like a burst of nostalgia from hearing familiar tunes to seeing the familiar worlds you build and fight for. Graphically, the game is gorgeous and damn near perfect for its approach. Uh, you start the game with an amazing animated opening. The game itself sticks to the text-based dialogue but features anime-style characters to represent who's talking, unlike the original, where it was just little sprites. Your angel companion definitely has much more emotional range here. So he's, you know, mm, giving those anime faces when he's angry and he's happy. And, uh -huh. and I say he 
It might be a they. I don't know. I thought it was a girl, yeah. and then someone referred to him as a him, and I was like, oh, okay. Oh, I thought it was. That, I, yeah, I, I don't know. Genuinely thought it was a girl, but I'm not judging anything today. Right. I'm ju- I just I was confused. That's all. Right. <laughs> I do this one thing this whole time. Now the game begins as it did before with the Lord of Light, aka you, taking more earthly presence to vanquish evil inhabiting the area. This is the action portion of the game that essentially bookends uh, your time helping every settlement. So while everything here uh, within this sequence is an improvement from the original with the swordplay and movement being especially improved upon, I always remember the character uh, feeling kind of stilted when he would jump. Like everything just kind of mm. felt <clears throat> like it only had <laughs> limited range of jump and attack. It's so heavy, right? Yeah. Here, uh, like I said, much improved. They actually even uh, made a uh, back step move, which helps in your combat for dodging and stuff like that, which is really nice. But what's disappointing is your character sprite looks like something out of a mobile game, you know? A little bit pixelated, while everything else looks, you know, very refined. It's weird. And again, Mm -hmm. as I mentioned, these are on mobile. It's just... It's not super distracting but it's you just I don't know if I've ever played like any kind of in-depth game on mobile that required that I kind of either. movement so I just yeah he just it it looks <laughs> that way and maybe it looks so much better on a phone <laughs> you know because yeah. the the pixels are, are much smaller and you wouldn't sure. notice it but on a large TV it's noticeable and it just it's a little disappointing but it's not a detractor it's just you, it makes you wonder why they didn't put a little extra effort into refining the hero just a, just a tad. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But, uh, you know, had I not been aware of this being on other platforms, I probably would have assumed it was a mobile remake only because of that. Okay. Now, dropping into the town of Fillmore for the first time was immediately satisfying. It looked more lush and vibrant than it ever did while still looking as familiar it did 30 years ago. As before, you are greeted by the leaders of the settlement who speak to you asking for your assistance. Or should I say, pray to you. Or what? Religion. Yeah. Uh, right? You, Whatever you have to do. Right. Your assistance here is as simple as clearing space for the citizens to build and expand their settlement while protecting them from monsters that occasionally appear from nearby layers. To help expand the land, you must perform miracles to clear or cultivate the surrounding land. You can use lightning to destroy rocks and trees. You can use sunlight to dry up soggy marshes. You can use rain to purify the lands. Earthquakes, whirlwinds, you know, you're God. You're God, mm-hmm. so you can do these things, right? Right. Duh. Now, That's why you become a God. <laughs> While you can do that, as the angel, you can fight back swarms of monsters that will kind of come out and try to destroy your village, and you got a little bow and arrow you can do to kind of mm-hmm. fight them back. And the angel's movements here are much improved because it's so fluid now. You can just do all this. Uh, but I would also say that that freedom comes with its uh, own drawbacks in regards to the aim accuracy with the arrows because I felt it a little difficult to get targeted. But the clunky... I wouldn't say clunky, it's just there's no real targeting system, so you have to make sure you're aiming. Now, I will say that the arrows do kind of 
curve a little bit. Like, they will try to get to the enemy, but mm -hmm. you've got to be within, you know, shooting distance directly in front of or, you know, within their path. Because if, if okay. you're a little off, you'll sit there chasing, going, just hold still. You know, That's me. And it'll, it'll get a little... what I'm doing with my time. <laughs> it's not, like, super frustrating or hard. It's just, but if you start down that path, you will you will find yourself mm -hmm. going, damn it, focus. Reset, <laughs> yeah. yeah. As you expand your settlement, the townsfolk will be able to seal the monster layers. Uh, one addition to this game is you actually get to assist in this process. In the original version, you just had the townsfolk's uh, walk up to the monster seal, they seal it up with some magic, and then boom, done. You, those Your town's not being raided by monsters on a regular basis. In Renaissance, before the lair can be sealed, you actually must jump in there and defeat the spawner uh, within, which is causing these monsters to kind of keep up. So it kind of adds some ac extra action sequences into the game, which is kind of nice. Gives you a little, mm -hmm. you know, bounce around to do this and that, this and that. So it wasn't just action town building action again and then you're done that like the original that's how that used to be mm -hmm. so i didn't get to play a lot you know what i'm saying like when my brother yeah. was doing because he would get all the town building crap and i would just be like <laughs> well i got you the town now i gotta save your town and that's all i get to do Is it my turn yet? yeah can i please can i please yeah. it was only 10 another welcome right. addition <laughs> another welcome addition was the story expansion that sees each town being granted a champion each story arc plays into an added game mode to the game, which is kind of like tower defense. Uh, now, in Renaissance, your settlement can be raided, and your champion will then assist you in defe defending your settlement. These segments feel easy from the outset, but can become increasingly difficult as you progress, testing not only your reaction speeds, but your battle planning. Building forts and towers are very crucial for success, but also is ensuring that you've got the right types in place because you can have uh, forts, which are just pretty much barriers, and, you know, the people inside will fight when the monsters mm -hmm. come up to them. You have uh, archer towers, or you can have mage towers, so that can make or break because if the monsters are coming out with magic shields, you're going to wish you had those arrows. You know, and yeah. I screwed that up once or twice, and I was like, damn it, I've got to rethink this. So, it, it puts you, you know, to the test, which is kind of yeah. nice. I, I enjoyed that. Uh, I really enjoyed that they added this because it feels like they added yet another type of game to this game, you know? So, now we've yeah. got three games crammed into one, which is nice to kind of mix it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, before defeating the main baddie, terrorizing... Uh, any particular segment of that world, you will be granted new magic that you can utilize in battle. I don't feel like these spells can make or break a fight, but they can give you an edge. You got like a fireball or some ice, or you can heal yourself, or like a big bolt of light where you're just like, and then they. Now, after defeating a boss, your townsfolk will be ready to live without divine intervention, and you can move on to another town, and then you go help that Lies. One. That's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> well, eventually you can come back where, oh, okay. um, you know, if you just want to check on them. My realism. Mm -hmm. 
and be like, hey, hey guys, what's, what's, what's going on? What's going on, man? And, <laughs> I'm sorry I strayed. <laughs> and one thing that uh, I think they added that was not in the original game is that each town has a set amount of uh, quests that you can do. Now, after you finish saving the town or whatever, there will be additional quests that you can do. And I know this was at least added. So there are a set determined amount of quests. So if you're wanting to know if there's anything else to do within a town, you can check mm -hmm. your menu settings and it will tell you if all quests are complete for that settlement. So something I always kind of keep in mind if you're just wanting to be a completionist, which I kind of was. Mm -hmm. And just a little fun way to kind of play around with a little bit more. Add, add up your game, but it's not a necessity. It's just something if you want to do. Maybe boost your level too, because again, this is kind of an RPG. You're gonna boost mm -hmm. your levels, boost the levels of your champions, and so on and so forth. And you gotta, you gotta earn that experience, you know. Right. As that. Uh, furthermore, you will actually be granted jewels uh, that allow you to call in your previous champions from the village that you met them in. So, like, uh -huh. if you're getting another village raid and you're feeling like, oh, man, I'm going to get overwhelmed, you can call in one of these other guys that you met in another settlement and they can come help you. And that can actually make or break a fight depending on their skill set. I mean, some are just, you know, brawlers. Some actually, you know, fight with magic. Or they can fight at a distance. So, again, part of your strategy, too, trying to realize who do I need in this moment because I actually lost mm -hmm. a fight. Uh, a raid. It was the only one I did too. Like I, I felt like I did really good, but there was one raid I missed because I had miscalculated who I was fighting and what I needed to do, and I got overwhelmed really quick. So when I came back, I was like, okay, what what mistake did I make here? Who did I call in? I was like, okay, not you, you, and then that turned the tide. So you got to you got to know who you're bringing into the fight and what their yeah. strengths are. One of my favorite aspects of the original game, like most great games of that era, was the score, composed by Kosh Koshiro Yuzo. Nailed that. Mm -hmm. uh, with, the, with the right composer, 8- and 16-bit scores sound harmonious as though you can hear the instruments that were intended. The sound of a heavenly orchestra complete with organs, violins, and flutes can be heard as you tend your flock, while trumpets, timpani, and even guitars are present within the battles. Koshiro Yuzo returns to arrange his original score with an orchestra that it always deserved. So, it just sounds like everything you remember it, but yeah. even better. And, nice. And unlike some reimagined scores for other remakes, this new arrangement elevates the experience, giving it that sound where it's new and familiar in all the best ways. And that's one thing I hate when people rearrange scores is mm -hmm. most of the time you there's one tune. You're like, I love this tune in that game so, so much. And then you hear it, this remix, and it's just like, it's just not the same. Yeah. <clears throat> like they've done something and it's just not the same. Here, change the feel altogether. Not or? here, not here. Oh no. man, it's like every remastered version of the, the a track is just Chef's Kiss. You know, he 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 nailed nice. it in so many ways. You're hearing it all back here. I'd say probably mm -hmm. one of my favorite tunes out of the entire game would be the uh, action 
score for the world of Fillmore when you're actually doing your, mm-hmm. it's just, it's a very, very just kind of upbeat, you know, kind of tune, get you jazzed about being in there and fighting every, it's just, it's so perfect. It's always been my favorite and they did mm-hmm. not disappoint in re- remaking that one. So I love it. Now, as I've said many times here and elsewhere, nostalgia is a hell of a drug. It can make you love something unconditionally or hate, or you can hate it vehemently. While this remake has no doubt tickled that pure nostalgic joy I hold for the original game, I would truly like to believe that I would have enjoyed this game without having prior knowledge. Okay. Its uniqueness helps it stand on its own merits. If you enjoy even one of the genres that this game presents, I would urge you to give this game a try. I want this game to succeed in hopes that Square Enix will allow someone to give it a proper sequel. Uh, Here we go. I'm going to ruin this one. (laughs) Fumiaki Shirashi. Shirashi. Fumiaki Shirashi. There we go. I think that's, yeah. Who was the lead programmer for Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, My Life as a King, which is another great game in my opinion, has stated that he would like to make an ActRaiser sequel. With everything Square Enix does for Final Fantasy, why not give this franchise another chance and take a risk on expanding the scope of genre blending? Make it bigger, more Mm -hmm. epic than ever. Hell, make it a co-op game that allows players to split the tasks so you can have your champion on the ground and your angel in the sky. Look at you fighting for a multiplayer game. Yeah, why not? (coughs) Who would have thought? Who would have (laughs) thought? But it could be this non-stop, yeah. so it's never, like, the, the town building never has to stop. You're fighting on the ground, never having to stop, because you've got other things to do. It can it can work, I think. You know, up here mm-hmm. it sounds great on paper. In your head, yeah. it's going beautifully. But yeah. <laughs> I don't know how it would come off when it when it's actually made, so... In any case, it just sounds like it would be a fantastic idea. Make it all open world. So this big Mm -hmm. thing, you're always going from here to there to there to here. Things could be happening in the settlements. That's where you have the co-op. So Mm -hmm. maybe monsters are raiding this one settlement and you got to get there. But then maybe there's another problem over in this settlement. So the angels got to go over there. It it all sounds great in theory. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Add more genres to the mix. You know, that's where you could have even more, you know, co-op and multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's, I, I don't know what else you could really add in. It feels like it's starting to go like a, a civilization route in your head. Could, maybe, yeah. Like different, maybe different gods mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And then, you know. That could be cool. The religions across the board. The last one standing. I don't know. Yeah, religion BR. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's so many. There's fi- enough gods. You could all take one. I mean. Sure. <laughs> It really is. There's so many fantastic ideas to work with and pull from here uh, that at the end of the day, I would say, and I know this is more important to them than me, but even if it's not mm-hmm. the financial success that they they would be hoping for, I would believe that uh, the chances would be uh, very, very high. It would be regarded uh, very highly, just like the original, because the concept is so great. And yeah. the remake is too. So I would definitely recommend well, it. Well, good. I'm glad they didn't trash like an old childhood favorite, mm-hmm. you know? And it's always disappointing. Uh, for clarity's sake, 
uh, I'm like right at the end. Like I ran out of time yesterday. All I've got to do is beat the last boss and I'm done. And then it's in the can. Mm. So I did, I did play, you know, 98% of the game. <laughs> I probably... Always, always miss that beat bit right before the show. I know, it sucks. But I don't, I don't think I'll platinum this one because I was looking through some of the stuff and... Uh, it's a big ask. Mm, well, it's just one of those... Like, they have this special mode thing. And I think uh-huh. what that pretty much is is uh, just the action sequences, just playing through them. Which I've got no qualms about doing, but they want you to do each one, and so beat special mode on easy, beat special mode on normal, beat special uh, mode on hard, and beat it on ultra difficult. Yeah, no, I'm good. I did yeah. all of one. <laughs> That's why I've never really was like, I'll get all the achievements. When they pop up by accident, mm. I go, oh, okay, cool. Mm. <laughs> With the exception of not for broadcast, but I think I've, I have to just make my pieces. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Well, excellent. Well, thank you for the review oh, or the, the, the retrospective or the it's a little all of it together. A little of both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little of both. Um, well, siblings, I think that's our show. Okay. That's our show. You can hit us up sometime on Twitter at Super Mega Crash. You can also send us an email at supermegacrash at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram to view the weekly icon art Stephen puts time and love into. And you can also support the show by liking and leaving reviews on your preferred platform and even going to patreon.com forward slash pencil and paper productions. Tell your friends, tell your enemies, I don't care who, to find us on the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network or just search Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And even youtube.com forward slash pencil and paper productions. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Lacey Finley. I'm Stephen White, and I remembered what I was thinking about TikTok. Oh, let's do Tik- TikTok. TikTok. Oh, yes. We have TikTok. We have a TikTok. We have two, at, two videos. I don't know. How does it work on TikTok? How do they, what do they use? I what name? I don't know. Just uh, <laughs> Super Mega Crash. I think that's what we're under. Let me look it up. Is it like an at thing? You guys, I really have no idea. I, mean, I, really... I see TikTok on Twitter sometimes. Yeah. That's... Su- at Super Mega Crash. That's what you find. At us- Super Mega Crash on TikTok. Yeah. We've got uh, two uh, videos right now, which are, you know, like okay. uh, excerpts from Super Mega Crash Adventures. We'll work out other things. I'm just trying to kind of get the feed going right I now. I guess I'll get it so I can see. You know, I, I did kind of uh, put a little spin on... Uh, on the last clip so it's oh nope sorry oh, oh <laughs> almost had oh, some... a little sneak preview <laughs> but <laughs> it's it's the in or it's the a piece of episode one this is the last video i put up by the way because i was trying to um play you know see yes. see what i can do with it see how it works and i if any one of us between you and i could figure it out it would be you right but anyway <laughs> <laughs> But it's on there, uh, and I, I was trying to spruce it up so it's not the same as you, what you would find on YouTube. Go check sure. it out, at Superman Crash on TikTok, if you're on TikTok. You don't have to get TikTok. I'll have to make a note to add that in now. And and I'll, I'm thinking of some other content to do just for fun. Sure. So, cool. At Super Mega Crash on the TikToks mm. now. On the TikToks. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, you know what? You could join us again next time, Super Mega Crash siblings, but... Until then. Game on.
This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.